0: and welcome to apartment 29a. I'm Shosh. And I'm Megan.
1: And we're two best friends who have a lot to say.
0: This week we are drinking Midnight Dream tea. This is chamomile tea with honey and green roibos from Tea of the Month. While we talk about the podcast Tiny Matters, the book series American Royals, and at the end we're going to talk about, uh, well, visitations. Call it that. <laughs> What do you think of the Midnight Dream chamomile tea with honey and green rooibos? I
1: kind of have mixed feelings about it. I don't think it's a bad tea, but it has a lot of honey flavor. I get the honey more than anything else, so I can't really tell much that it's a chamomile. And I don't know if green rooibos actually tastes any different than red rooibos. I have yet to determine that because I think we've always had green, well, rarely and mixed in with other things. But it tastes a lot like honey, but kind of more the flavor without the sweetness. So I don't dislike it, but I think I would rather have a tea that I just actually added honey to rather than a tea kind of flavored like honey, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's okay I'll drink it but I don't think this would be a go-to tea for me and I kind of feel like there's a tiny bit of like a green apple-ish sort of flavor um or maybe just regular apple I don't know but a little (laughs) I just said green because it's like maybe a tiny bit like tart apple um underneath but it's not really supposed to have apple in it so I don't know maybe I'm crazy so (laughs) it's okay but I wouldn't say this is a favorite for me what about you
0: yeah, I agree in the sense that it's definitely a rooibos tea with honey flavoring and I'm sure there is chamomile in there but it's not distinctly chamomile which I'm not upset about like chamomile is not my favorite tea so and rooibos is so if it's going to taste more like rooibos than chamomile I'm okay with that. Right, um, not a problem. Yeah, it's definitely the like <clears throat> it's definitely the flavor of honey without the sugariness of honey which is interesting I don't get any of the apple part but I told Josh earlier like I started my morning with very strong dark coffee this morning so this nice light supposed to be taken before bed tea is kind of struggling to work through that so maybe as my palate cleanses I'll taste more of that we'll see this is or one maybe that not I, I might be crazy, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it's just not a flavor you like, so it right. makes sense. Um, yeah, this is one that I am certainly happy to have tried and will finish uh, and wouldn't mind buying more, but don't feel the need to like run out and get it, which is good because it's tea of the month, which means you can't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I always feel sort
1: of I don't know cheated when there's one i really like and then you right. can't buy it and i'm like man it's not fair exactly problem with this so it's a very strange business model agreed so i think the real highlight of this tea is the name
0: yes midnight dream it's
1: a very good name when mm-hmm. we were trying to decide teas, neither one of us had a strong opinion about which one we should do and i was like let's do midnight dream it has a good name
0: mm-hmm Yep. It's one of the reasons I suggested it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. We're, we're on the same page, even when we don't know it. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. Do you want to tell us about this podcast? Yeah. So the podcast is called Tiny Matters. I found it because I was listening to another podcast called The Dave Chang Show, which I, interestingly enough, that show is by David Chang, who is the owner and chef of like momofuku and other big known restaurants david chang has actually had shingles twice and he's not even yet 50 so they don't even offer the vaccine for shingles until you are 50 and so he brought this doctor on um who's also so she's a physician as well as a scientist and she they brought her on to talk about shingles and what it is and why because he's he just pushes the vaccine even though for like everybody he's like i don't care how old you are just get the vaccine so they were trying to talk about like why they don't suggest it for under the age of 50 and she's pretty sure it's just because they haven't tested it under the age of 50 um and so they can't suggest it they just they don't know what the efficacy is how when you would need to be um re-inoculated those things but anyway on that show which is about food, but then was about medicine. (laughs) They were talking, like, she mentioned, oh, I have this podcast called Tiny Matters. And I was like, ooh, Tiny Matters, that sounds really interesting. And it sounds short because it's got the word tiny in it. So I looked it up and it is, most of her episodes are like 30 minutes tops and usually more like 15 to 20. So I sent it to Shosh and was like, I don't know what this is going to be about, honestly, but it looks short, and she was a quite delightful interviewee on this other show, so maybe we should listen to it, and Shosh was obliging and was like, sure, and so then the next episode that came out, I don't even remember what, like, I just sent her whatever was the most recent episode, but then the next episode was about algae, and Shosh was like, I like algae, can we do that one? (laughs) I was like, yes. I do like algae. <laughs> so we, the episode we listened to is called Algae Transforms Transformed Earth, Next Stop, Mars? Question mark. So it's summarized by saying, since the beginning of the space age, people have been wondering if algae could provide a life support system beyond our planet. From dozens of studies over the last 60 years, we figured out that algae probably can thrive for up to a year in space. But what if we wanted to live permanently on another planet like Mars? This episode is all about algae, how it shaped early Earth, how it might how we might use it to terraform planets in the future and how it's being used in biomanufacturing to hopefully get us away from relying on fossil fuels. What did you think of the show, Shosh? I liked it. I honestly, not that it
1: felt long, but it didn't feel as short as I thought it was going to feel for when you said, these are really short episodes, but I, I liked the host and I thought the information was really interesting. It wasn't super long, even though I just said it felt longer than I expected it
0: to, (laughs) but it wasn't a lot into that 30 minutes. Yeah.
1: So it, it felt like there was quite a bit, um, I kind of enjoyed. There was like a weird segment at the end that was like a little tiny show what and they tell. Call it. I was gonna say I think they called it <laughs> tiny show and tell. Now, granted, it was about spiders, and I don't necessarily love spiders, but mm-hmm. it was still really interesting.
0: It was also so about the I planet Thea. What oh,
1: that? that part was really cool,
0: right? We'll, we'll get back. We'll get back to that.
1: <laughs> so it felt like there was a lot of information sort of happening in this episode and I was a little confused by that stuff at the end only because it was completely off topic from the rest of the episode and I didn't know it was coming but I actually think I kind of enjoyed well definitely the part about Thea and stuff maybe the most of all even though I love (laughs) algae but the algae part while I liked it because I am a big fan of algae I don't know it felt a little um I don't want to say kind of all over the place that's not really right but I don't know I did they did not I was expecting I guess a little bit more on the Mars side and that mm-hmm. was only sort of barely mentioned I guess mm-hmm. so which wasn't necessarily bad like I said I still really enjoyed the episode and they I thought they packed in quite a bit for such a short podcast so especially with those tiny show and tell things at the end mm-hmm. so so yeah I mean overall good I think I would listen again. Mhm. So, I would definitely be interested in pursuing it as a podcast.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I agree. It was like so I ended up listening to this episode twice cuz the first time I was like doing something else and so I was listening, but I wasn't actually paying attention and if I was going to talk about it I would have been like, yeah, it was a podcast, her voice was good. That's all I remember. <laughs> so i had to listen to it a second
1: time see i wish i had listened to it a second time i don't think i was quite to that point where i would just be like she had a good voice but i definitely don't think i listened as intently as i maybe would have liked to like pick everything up if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so
0: i should have listened to it twice if i was smart like you (laughs) um They, so they do an interesting thing because they start with the Mars piece and then they kind of go back in time to talk about how algae, like how we understand what, what we believe, what science believes is the progression or the evolution of algae on earth. And I wonder if maybe they should have just started there and then gotten into the future stuff.
1: I think you might be onto something. I think I might've liked that better. Mm -hmm. and I think also that might have been why I felt a little bit let down about the Mars piece because I got really excited about it from the title and like the introduction because I'm pretty sure they sort of you know floated that out there in their little Mm -hmm. intro too and so I was like all geared up for it like oh Mars this is gonna be so cool and then it was kind of mentioned and then they went backwards and Mm -hmm. I think even if they hadn't really said anything more if the buildup had been to that I think Mm -hmm. maybe it would have been I don't know, more rewarding (laughs) for Mm -hmm. the listener. Cause again, I felt kind of like, oh, well, they just barely mentioned it and then it's done. And that's kind of what I was waiting for. Mm -hmm. So, so it would have maybe liked a little more, but especially, I think you're right. If they had changed the order, I think it might've been
0: better. Mm -hmm. Especially because towards the end, they, you know, so it, as the summary tells you, they started talking about the biomanufacturing of algae and part of the reason why we haven't done that sooner is essentially because we're still figuring out how things work in water we're just as a as a species and as a science we just haven't really figured out all the differences that water seems to create for things like light exposure <laughs> And so you could then take that and talk about how the ideas that were presented in the very beginning of the episode are, we're going to be on Mars. We're going to create like a, a biodome where there's a, some sort of river type thing, or maybe call it a lake would probably be better. I was going to say, I think they called it a lake. And make, you know, figure out a way to essentially pressurize it so it's more closer to earth's atmosphere and then you'll have these algae that can do things on mars okay well if we barely understand on earth how water is affecting algae we can't do it on mars (laughs) and so like they kind of like they led me to that connection but they don't state that connection and like so they just needed that extra piece at the end to be like, and now you see why so much of what we're talking about in space is still theoretical because we're still, we're just now figuring out how to use algae to replace palm oil or algae to replace plastics in makeups, lotions, et cetera.
1: Which is but, awesome. Yeah. But again, just, like yeah. you were saying, you if we're just working on that now, how can we? <laughs> <laughs> right
0: and I'm just it just reminds me like like I I, you know I'm all about space exploration it fascinates me I love the stories send me up on a rocket as long as there's a way to get home you know I am down but we have not explored the depths of our own oceans we don't know what is still on our own planet and so I'm just like this is just another way that reminds me there's so much exploration to do here on earth and particularly with the things that we know are necessary for life, water being one of them, like we still don't fully grasp all the ways that like water and sunlight interact. And that both fascinates me and kind of scares me. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts about algae before I start talking about the Thea part? Cause that's the part that like, I'm really enthused about. <laughs> think so i think you really you know said
1: quite a bit and made really good points i in general really love algae and i've worked with algae and would love to work with algae more and i think it's gonna be and is already obviously a really important part of just our existence really moving forward i mean in some ways it's sort of responsible for our existence
0: really (laughs) so it makes sense Um, we figure out how to go back to it
1: yeah exactly but i just meant so obviously it's already is really important, but I think it's just going to be keep growing in importance because I mean, I remember when we were talking about, I don't know, a different podcast also about algae, but I don't remember what it was. And they were talking about putting it into cows feed and how it could reduce Mm, the methane. mm -hmm. And then obviously this one is talking about possibilities for, you know, colonizing other planets and again, you know, replacing, stuff in makeup or palm oil and those things are all really really important so i just think moving forward it's just going to be more and more important which is hard to think of in a way because it's already so important but Mm -hmm. it's just really cool all the possibilities and all the things that it you know will potentially be used for or -hmm. help with so Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool algae's awesome that's the moral of the story algae's awesome
0: yeah and when it's seaweed it tastes good That too. Yeah, it just fascinates me how much we still don't don't know about our own planet, particularly the water part, which is the majority. <laughs> There's a lot of water. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in there we don't know about. Mm-hmm. mm But then, yeah, the so then at the end they do this tiny show and tell, which I don't know they didn't really show anything, but they did tell about things. <laughs> so they talked about this black and brown widow spiders and essentially black widows are nicer than brown widows and brown widows are more aggressive and trying to beat out the black widows and all i can think about is i don't care if you're brown or black i need you outside of my house you're like it's fine if you're there but just not in my house that's right But then the first part they talked about was this newish theory about a moon sized planet that existed a really, really long time ago, somehow like exploded, hit Earth, and they now think is like in Earth's core? Core? Yeah. Insides? Yeah. (laughs) Um, And maybe the reason for our plate tectonics, which Which is is crazy
1: and then they were saying that that if that theory is correct it might help them like
0: identify other planets and things which is crazy Mm -hmm. and then another piece of that same planet might be the moon itself which is just which would be crazy
1: Mm -hmm. but they were also saying it could be like the debris from the impact
0: right? right
1: that like bounced off into space Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really cool, though. And I was thinking, why have I never heard this before? But to be fair, it was saying it's a pretty new thought and that it's a pretty bold one. But apparently they were saying you kind of have to be bold when you're looking at those kinds of things. So... I was like, "That is cool, and also kind of not related, but sort of related. they just announced the four person crew for the next Artemis mission going to the moon, so that is pretty cool because the astronauts have now been picked. The yeah. mission is just getting closer and closer, and I'm very excited for when they're finally back on the moon. It's going to be so cool.
0: Yeah, it's so amazing, just what what we're doing, but also we need to explore the oceans, guys. So oh there's a lot there also for mm. sure but the moon is really cool and i'm excited for that too particularly if there's parts of the moon in earth's core that's wild
1: i feel like the world is wild i don't really understand a lot of things even when i technically know that they're true and even when people can prove them i'm still like what this happens <laughs> right like how are we in space you know, right. know like how is there a moon i don't understand any yeah. of
0: this stuff yeah how does no other planet have plate tectonics
1: it's crazy it's
0: how did another wild. yeah
1: how do we maybe have this other thing inside of earth's core right that's, that's what i mean like even when people can show me how it works even when you can see it right. like you know how do things you know grow babies you know like yeah. how, how does a baby grow from cells you know you can see that you can literally go through and see the cells dividing and all of the development and I'm still like
0: I don't understand how right. is that possible that's what right. I mean it's just
1: life you blows my mind want explain
0: the quote-unquote how like the chemical reaction that's occurring to make these things happen it's still just like but I don't get it this blows my mind yes but how how do things know what to do (laughs) it's just
1: that's what i mean it's just amazing
0: just blows my mind same all right well let's talk about american royals this is by katherine mcgee it is a series of books and i'll just read the description of the first one what if america had a royal family When America won the Revolutionary War, its people offered George, General George Washington a crown. Two and a half centuries later, the House of Washington still sits on the throne. As Princess Beatrice gets closer to becoming America's first Queen Regent, the duty she's embraced her entire life suddenly feels stifling. Nobody cares about the spare, except when she's breaking the rules, so Princess Samantha doesn't much care about anything either except the one boy who is distinctly off-limits to her. And then there's Samantha's twin, Prince Jefferson. If he'd been born a generation earlier, he would have stood first in line for the throne. But the new laws of succession make him third. Most of America adores their devastatingly handsome prince. But two very different girls are vying to capture his heart. And then there are two books that follow and a fourth book that will come out this August. Waiting for books
1: is stupid. Yep. At least it's this year, though. At least it's this year. Yes.
0: So I don't actually remember how I came across this book. Do you? Like how you came across it?
1: I don't remember. I feel like I just saw it somewhere and I kind of liked the cover, but I'm not actually sure about that.
0: Nice. Yeah, I have some friends who read it, so I don't know if they like told me to read it because they gave it, they highly rated it. But yeah, I don't know, anyway. it's just been
1: sitting on my TBR for a super long time and then we needed a book and you were like, hey, what about one of these? And I was like, well, any of them are fine, but that one's been on my list. So we're like, okay, let's do it. Yep,
0: we were able to get it. Uh, let's see, it is a...
1: Soap opera, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. That is the best way to describe it. Yep. I mean, honestly, I mean, I feel like in a way, you know, it's like a soap opera. So <laughs> it's weird to say this because I don't usually watch soap operas. But in a way, I kind of want them to make it like a TV show or a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> because I mean, it would be perfect for that because it literally is a soap opera.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean the characters are fun. I wouldn't. They are. It's a soap opera, so they're not fully developed by any means. They're they're kind of stereotypes of themselves, um, particularly in the beginning, and they kind of grow with you as you read, and so they get more depth as you continue on. Um, but that allows them, in some ways, to make decisions that you're like, really? That that's the. Decision Why are you gonna do you that? Made? I can't say that that's out of character because your character hasn't been developed yet, but. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. But it's, so if you go into it thinking it's a soap opera, I think it's a really fun read.
1: Agreed. I don't think that you would think these are, you know, the best books that you've ever read or that they have tons of depth. But if you, I mean, we didn't know that going in. Right. But it was still fine because we also didn't really have any expectations for the book. Right. So it was fine. But I definitely think if you know that, then they're a great read because they're they're pretty fun. Tons of stuff happens. I have to say, though, this is not a repeat of the princess trials or whatever, when so much stuff happened and there was so much plot and it was awful and I hated every part of it. And it was everything about it was terrible. This is not like that. You can follow
0: the story. It's more fun it's well there is emotional depth to this one even like because like even if the swings are really large because it's so far but you have like you get the high highs and the low lows versus the princess trials which was just like weirdly centered and no emotion at all other than to be like i'm sad i'm upset (laughs) also the
1: princess trials the stuff wasn't believable at all i mean i know it was more of a fantasy book but the stuff was ridiculous that was happening like it didn't it didn't make any sense you couldn't relate to it because you didn't like the characters and you didn't have any emotion like it you couldn't even enjoy it as sort of a fantasy type thing it was just terrible this while you still get a lot going on it's all sort of believable, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. There are things that could happen in the real world. I mean, it's a lot of stuff happening to one group of people. So maybe not quite in the way that it's presented, but it makes sense. Like the things happening are real things that can make sense to you. And you're like, okay, that's, I don't want to say believable, but you know, you can buy into it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think that It's completely different. So there is a ton going on, but it's not a problem. And on one hand, you feel like every single thing that happens, you're like, well, I knew that was coming or should have known because anything that can go wrong probably will Mm -hmm. because this is a soap opera. So, I mean, we always have to have the drama. But that being said, I still was surprised. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to tell anybody what the surprise was one part in particular at the end of book three I think I have that right
0: mm-hmm.
1: I did not see coming and so I'm like man I should have once it happened right I was like, literally I like have-
0: foreshadowed so we both should have seen it but I was just like oh no that's too obvious that won't oh 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 yep that's what's happening <laughs> I mean, I, I, I just did- that
1: <laughs> I just didn't even see I didn't even have the thought that that's too obvious. So it won't happen. I just, I don't know, was going along with it and I don't know, somehow didn't expect it, but then it did. And I was like, well, obviously anything that can go wrong will go wrong. So I totally should have seen that coming, but so still, even with all of the drama and some of it, again, you expect and make sense as the story goes along, it still surprised me. So I don't think, I mean, I'm kind of hoping, I don't know how many books are in the series, and if I'm being honest, I'm kind of hoping that the next one is the last one. Mm -hmm. I could maybe go with two more and not, you know, freak out, but I feel like it needs to wrap up. Mm -hmm. Because there's just, it's just so much drama. And again, you don't, like, have problems with the characters, but It's also not like you're super in love with any characters or like you like them or you get annoyed with them or you don't like them because you're not supposed to. So, I mean, you have all of these ranges, but I just mean there's not, it's not like you're super behind like one main character or identifying a ton with one main character. And so, I don't know, it's just so much soap opera that even though I've really enjoyed it. I think I would be happy if the fourth book is the last one and they kind of wrap up all these loose ends and have a happy ever after. Mm -hmm.
0: Me too. So fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. I don't think I can take too much more of the. That's what I mean.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm like kind of over it. Like it's been fine. It was really enjoyable, especially because we could do them back to back and we got through them really fast. So it didn't quite feel like we were you know, slogging through three books or something. But I'm kind of ready for the conclusion. <laughs> so yep, I'm hoping for four is it. So I would definitely recommend reading them if you want something fun and easy and soap opera But yeah. you also might want to wait until the fourth book is out and then just go through them all together. Yeah. Because I'm kind of annoyed that we have to wait. I feel like yeah. also because of the types of books they are, you know what I mean? It would be better mm-hmm. to just keep going rather yeah. than
0: have the the break yep i will try and let you know if the next book is in fact the last one fingers crossed so shosh tell us about all of your family visitations yes so the thing I can't stop thinking about is
1: visitors as anybody who's been listening knows I recently had a baby baby. and while I have said that I would try not to focus everything every week on the baby Baby. obviously (laughs) he is the center of my universe at the moment so it's kind of hard to shy away from it but because I have a baby everybody wants to meet him which is amazing and so We have started having lots of visitors, which is so great. So we've had, my mother-in-law is here right now. And my sister-in-law, she only was able to come in for a very short trip, but she was here and hopefully we'll come back with the rest of her family at some other point in time. And then my mom is going to be coming next week. And then I have my friend Mathilde coming at the beginning of May, I think that's getting worked out as we speak. And she was a guest on one of our Thanksgiving episodes. Mm -hmm. Like how long ago? A long
0: time ago. I don't even know.
1: (laughs) A long time ago. Mm -hmm. So for anyone who's a long time listener, they will have heard from her in the past. And then have this other visitor coming uh-huh. Megan who could that be
0: it's gonna be me yay! <laughs> yay yay we bought our tickets this week we're gonna go to the UK I'm so excited Me too.
1: so Megan's gonna get to beat to, to beat Megan's going to get to meet
0: I don't think baby Ronan your
1: child <laughs> oh the funny thing is is I was thinking of <laughs> like not that kind of beat I mean well it was a mistake that I said it but then I was like oh beat and that was not where I went <laughs> Jeez, Megan what are you gonna do to my child because <laughs> I, your... <laughs> I, I make beats <laughs> yeah where's your mind at no <laughs> um Megan is going to get to meet baby Ronan I am so excited I can't wait unfortunately he's been a little bit cranky lately um, baby gas is a real thing. and it It's not oh, poor good. kid. So he's been a little cranky, but hopefully he will be much better
0: by the time you come. He's just six weeks. So, to Figure that out. That's like two and a half the of time that I of his have life to is <laughs> Yeah, I'd feel can for you, be, but you have to be sooner. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I didn't feel like you was going to be that long until I was going to see you. And then you said six weeks. And I was like, what? I had to wait yeah. six, weeks? six weeks. Yeah. Well, apparently Maybe baby gas years, but... is the worst at the very Maybe beginning. Really their little systems aren't used to air because they've been inside. And so they not only are their digestive systems still figuring things out, so they produce more air, but they also don't know how to handle it very well. So apparently, i read slash heard different things but two to three months seems to be the consensus so hopefully the worst of it will at least be getting better if not done by the time you come so and i'm cutting out milk because we have a very good family friend who used to be i don't know if she was head midwife or head nurse but she was head something working with babies and maternity (laughs) and I asked her if she had any advice because it just seemed like no matter what we're doing it's just not making a difference and I feel so bad for him and she said I should try cutting out milk so what I eat can affect his gas levels yeah and a lot of babies they don't grow they most of them grow out of it but at the beginning they can be sensitive to milk so i'm trying to cut dairy out of my diet
0: oh so. but so cheese too
1: yep Ooh. she told me to even try to avoid things that are like have milk in them like cookies or things mm. some mm. of that might be difficult we'll see and i ha- have to malt do at least have
0: milk in it <laughs>
1: no well Amir thought he was being funny and was like oh no like he went to get me one and he was like oh no this has milk in it you can't eat it and I was like are you serious like, no, I'm joking so thankfully I like one of both my- Amir and I went to the same place though like what about malt loaf? <laughs> what does this say about me I have an addiction look people malt loaf is great it's amazing if i ever move back to the us i'm gonna have to import it i don't know that i could live without it but thankfully i think i'm safe with malt loaf so i don't know if i'm kind of worried that maybe i'll end up with milk in something but hopefully if i can at least cut out the majority of it you know like actual milk and cheese and stuff so but i have to wait like 10 days to see if it even really makes a difference i know
0: so yeah this is a sacrifice I'm making. It is a sacrifice. Cheese is parts of what make food look taste good. Yeah, but to be honest, there is a lot of good vegan stuff now.
1: Oh, that's true. We we went and got some vegan margarine or whatever Mm -hmm. and Amir was like this is gonna be gross and then we had it today because it was in a a shared thing and he Mm -hmm. was like I can't even tell the difference so I was like see I told you I told you you wouldn't even have known if we hadn't Mm -hmm. read the label to make sure that it was vegan you wouldn't even have known you would have just assumed it was Mm -hmm. a normal margarine so yeah
0: yeah they've gone a long way vegan some there's some good vegan cheeses too yes
1: agreed never yeah i didn't actually look to try to buy vegan cheese because i've never bought it like that i've gotten it many times in my recipe boxes that i get Mm. so i know that it's good but i haven't actually tried to purchase it myself because Mm -hmm. i would normally just eat regular cheese right so but hopefully it will help because we're over the gas in this household Mm -hmm. i mean you can't blame him Nobody likes to be gassy, but I feel bad. So fingers crossed, by the time that you come, we'll have a happy, non-gassy baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that happens for you a little before I get there, just because Uh, that would be (laughs) that would be that would be great.
1: That would be very, very good. So also I need him to slow down on the growth because I still want him to be little when you come. You can't be so big. He is getting gigantic already. I mean, gigantic is relative because he's still within the range of what baby
0: most people. Yeah,
1: exactly. But compared to when he was born to now, he is gigantic. So he's growing fast. Yep. So, well, can't wait
0: for that update after you've been here. It'll be so fun. So fun. So Will Well, good. if you have any travel tips for anyone who's going to the UK, let us know. If you have a book that you think I should read on my way and show should read while I'm on my way. Let us podcast know. podcast we should listen to. Any of that. Let us know. You can reach out to us on Instagram at apartment29A. That's apartment spelled all the way out, 29A. Or you can email us at apt29A at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yep. This is Shosh and Megan signing off. Bye. (laughs) Bye.